You're listening to CFRC 101.9 FM here in Kingston, and welcome to Screening in Kingston. Screening in Kingston. Okay. Okay, we uh we saw the Joker. <laughs> and I this... guess first things first, though, is this going to be a spoiler episode? You know, we should have talked about that before <laughs> hitting record. <laughs> no, you know, I was thinking about that too because it's real. I feel like it's going to be tough to talk about this movie without spoiling it. Yeah, like without... not impossible, but also like. To be quite frank, not a lot happens in the movie. No. So, like, there isn't a lot to spoil. It really is just if you don't want to know what happens because there are specific things we got. What if we do this? What if we dedicate this first part of the episode to non-spoilers and then we'll we'll give a little warning. Like a beep, Yeah, beep, and then beep. go into some more detail on, say, the latter half of the episode. For the next half yeah. hour, if you haven't seen The Joker, you can get our normal non-spoiler review and we'll talk about it and then the final half hour we'll dive into it okay do we have fan questions about the joker we don't have fan questions about the joker but we did have a fan write in about another controversy about todd phillips he said so i i don't have the question in front of me but the fan wrote in her name is jessica and her question was specifically if we had seen that todd phillips specifically said comedies are now dead um, I didn't read the article, but I've seen the headline. I saw the headline too, and I also didn't read the article, but I watched another video on it when people were talking about it. Right. Um, and apparently, so he, so Todd Phillips' directing history has been comedies. He directed the three Hangover movies. Okay. Um, and he directed a movie that I really like called Due Date, which has Zach Galifianakis and uh, Robert Downey Jr. in it. Um, and it's like Robert Downey oh. Jr. is trying to get home before his wife gives birth, and he runs into Zach Galifianakis, and it's this whole journey. I probably saw it on TV. It's pretty funny. Um. And he was talking about how comedy is dead because you can't say anything anymore. Um, I saw one headline that said instead of getting woke, he got broker or something like something, they made like a like pun, a pun like, instead that? of getting woker he and, made the joker and, that's what it said instead okay, of getting woker, okay he, made, he the made the joker i and i i disagree with his comment that um comedies are dead because i've seen comedies that came out you know in the past recently. little while recently that that you know his point was there are comedies that I think he brought up a couple of different ones, and one of them was Tropic Thunder. He said you couldn't make tro- Tropic Thunder today, but even I feel like you you could, you could be, for many reasons, and he clearly doesn't understand that movie. But it it's did a get it is a satire, but it did get controversy when it came yeah. out. It's just the internet wasn't as powerful as it was now, even though it was only like eleven years ago. It still wasn't as powerful as now. And you know what the director did, Ben Stiller? He answered questions on it and talked about it yeah. and addressed it. You know what Todd Phillips did? created all this controversy like isn't and then like Warner Brothers had to shut down yeah the questions. <laughs> yeah it's like Warner Brothers had to say no more questions Todd Phillips you're making everyone mad so to answer Jessica's question yeah we saw it and that's kind of my thoughts on it I don't yeah, know what I you, else you re- think I ha- I'll be honest I haven't read I haven't had time to read the actual articles but I under knowing what he's been saying about the Joker and about how like the far left is blowing everything out of proportion. I can guess what he's saying about comedy and about how comedy is dead. Um, you know, he feels like everyone 
is too sensitive. Mm-hmm. I think that's like his general yeah. philosophy is that, oh, like we can't make jokes anymore because everyone's sensitive, which is kind of like what a lot of um, like CK, that's the famous comedian who's in hot water because of his sexual exploitation. CK Lewis? Am I? Yes. Um, but that's not his name. What um, is his name? But it's now it's I know like, now it's like it's now you've mixed the I know you've mixed name. the letters around. Um, um, uh, Louis C.K. Louis I just got it. Yeah, you've Louis, Louis C.K. Um, oh, yes. not just C.K. Lewis. He he's in now he's in hot water because of his sexual exploits. But he also is saying that like I can't make jokes anymore because everyone is so bent out of shape well i would counter him and say you can what you can't do is pleasure yourself in front of people and and onto plants at a party that's what you can't do yeah um but see that that seems to be a um it seems to be a a conversation going on now in the community Mm -hmm. of the comedy community saying there's certain comedians who in the past were able to make jokes about like homosexuality sexism things like that and now they're saying well we can't make jokes anymore because everyone's so sensitive and you know everything's off um mm-hmm. like off uh what am i trying to say uh like off limits everything's right, off limits right. now we can't and i'm thinking like you said i've seen comedies in the in recent years that are still funny without being like overtly offensive and can still cross certain lines that i'm sure some people might look at and say well okay maybe this isn't happening but if they do still exist i mean whether or not it's right or wrong they exist and people have conversations about them i mean dave Chappelle's special is proof of that i mean that and he's one of the ones saying like everyone's so sensitive now we can't make jokes but, but he clearly he did, it. did he did it this year and got paid buttloads of money to do and it, it was so very popular extremely popular and I just don't under – again, to me it's just – it goes back to the you're complaining instead of participating adapting and adapting. Yeah. Or like – yeah, I don't know. Like To me it seems talentless. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it seems like, like oh, a talentless person would say that. me. Now yeah. I have to make dramas because I'm not allowed to make yeah. comedy. Yeah. When like comedies are still being made. 100%. And so I spoke about it recently, Good Boys. Yeah. Very funny comedy. Isn't it of the similar ilk yes. of humor that yes. we're talking about? Like it's being described as like super bad, but with instead of um, high school students, it's grade school students. I still haven't seen so it. that gross out, kind of sexualized. Yeah. Um, and they're like preteens, aren't yeah, they? Like, they're the like 13. 13. Wow. And it was funny without being like outright offensive yes. and yeah. like relying on stereotypes. But from the trailers, it seemed to also still comment on culture. I mean, there were jokes about consent in the trailer, yeah. which is not a funny topic, but still they were making fun of it. Yeah. So clearly that was able to exist. Yeah. And um, another piece of comedy that I think is hilarious and has had me laughing way more than anything in the last decade is the Netflix special, um, I Think You Should Leave Now. Have you seen... It's a That's sketch, the sketch comedy. It's a sketch yes, comedy. I have seen Each it. Each episode's like 15 yes, minutes. I, that thing is hilarious. Oh my gosh. And, I <laughs> and be like, weird. Todd Phillips, like, that was a widely successful comedy special. Sketch comedy, gross out humor. Yeah. Hilarious. Again, without being outright offensive yes. and still speaking to, like, there's that one sketch about like the the older boyfriend who like is too cool for school the yeah. jazz guy the jazz guy yeah and how like so it's like a comment on modern dating so again yeah. like it's it's not 
it wasn't happening in a vacuum. My fa- but it's still so funny. <laughs> my favorite, two of one of my favorite sketches is the they're they're at the birthday party and he <laughs> he's upping the, the stakes of the receipt. It's like <laughs> so like you you're gonna give me my, the receipt back. Like you like my gift so much, you'll give me the receipt back. Like. You let me eat the receipt and just keeps upping it and upping it and just becomes uh, so ridiculous. And so oh, good. it's so it's so funny. My favorite one is the bonies. Oh, How yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dan and I think we're going to be bonies for Halloween. Like wear That's skeleton awesome. jumpsuits. That's awesome. So going to show like that is such a cultural t- touchstone yeah. now. Like we can make a meme costume out of that yeah. sketch. And I, and I specifically remember from the comments that he's saying it's just like i i what i'm confused about is his lack of ability to engage with that so one of the issues that came out when tropic thunder came out was the use of the r word within the movie okay because it was used quite a bit um and so when ben stiller heard this he had several open discussions with groups just presenting the reasons why it was in there and the context it was. And even at the end, he said, okay, I kind of see where people are coming from. I probably wouldn't do that again moving forward. But frankly, it's in there. Maybe I made a mistake. I'll let people judge that for the wrong. That's all you have to do. And then he confidently walked away. (laughs) And it's like, if Ben Stiller can do that, I don't understand why someone else can't. I think what you're saying, it's a lack of talent. I totally agree. Like, I think it's just like an unwillingness to adapt. Because like I said, I'll... And you agree with me. We've been seeing good comedy in the last five mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Um, I was complaining that I don't think this summer I saw a well, really good comedy. Yeah. But, but in the past couple of – even since reviewing this show, there's been a handful of very funny comedies um, that were not offensive or even remotely people were that critical of. Like but, you, you can know. be funny without saying Absolutely. the N-word, Absolutely. without saying the R-word. 100%. And I think that and it's like without making rapist jokes. It's an insecure <laughs> thing. It's someone who's coming from a place of insecurity where they feel like they this is what I am and whatever. So Todd Phillips, here's an opportunity where he's stepping outside his normal zone. Like I, to look at that director, not knowing him and didn't even really recognize his name at the beginning. I would have looked at the Joker as his opportunity to prove that he can do more than one thing because all his movies are the same. And in light of these comments that he's been making, <laughs> essentially. He's the Joker in the, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. woe is me. Yeah. Society does not accept yeah, me. Yeah. I will make a drama instead of a comedy. Like, yeah, whatever, yeah. Tom like, Phillips, shut up. Um, Stop making movies. Yeah, if you're if it's that horrible, then just get out of the industry then. Like, do something else. Like, if it's that horrible, most people, like, I'm talking about on smaller scales, most people leave jobs when they, when they have this many complaints to say yeah. about it. I've left a job. With with complaints about how the system ran. Oh, and me too. Thing. So I just left it, like a human. Well, <laughs> like it's so artist. strange. She's she an artist. To... Um, so there you go. That's our last touch up on the controversy. For I'm sure there'll be more. <laughs> oh, there's gonna be this. We'll it's not gonna go Todd away. Todd Phillip updates. Um, we we should dive into this movie and kind of talk a little bit about what we thought about it. Like non spoiler, just yeah, thoughts like first. The... Yeah, just general thoughts on it first because I do think. There, there's a lot of interesting things that I think are happening here with the types of conversations we're choosing to have. Yeah. Um. So I think there's a lot we can get into in that as well. But let's first give our thoughts on the movie. The movie itself. Yeah, the movie itself. Just Form, as a film. Forming content. Just as a movie. What did you think? Uh, I wish so. Asked Dan what, we th- what he thought right after the movie ended. And he went, 
it was like pretty uncomfortable to watch which is like I, I would agree like it's a difficult movie to sit through for certain reasons which we can get into in the spoiler section my general feeling is that Joaquin Phoenix one of the best actors of our generation I wish I could have taken Joaquin's Phoenix portrayal of the Joker and put it in a different movie mm. like I wish I could have just like transplanted his his character right and put him in like a Tim Burton Batman mm. or or something him in the tim burton universe would be very interesting so interesting right for batman yeah because when the parts where he's like really inhabiting his body and like you know when he's dancing the so dancing moments yeah a lot of like to me like iconic frames like the way that so todd phillips can't say he's a great director but whoever he got to do his cinematography yeah phenomenal great cinematography so, like the way that the frame was set up to have joaquin phoenix like fill the frame with his body and dancing like to me like he has the look of an iconic joker and it was wasted mm-hmm. on this movie like todd phillips you shouldn't have used dc characters for this movie this should have been a complete like it was a wasted opportunity for joaquin phoenix to portray the joker in my opinion mm-hmm I don't know how you feel. I I feel similarly to you about the movie, but for different reasons. But okay. but all all the things you're expressing and even the uncomfortableness, I don't know why yet. But I think it's for a different reason. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I had no problem with like the general content of the movie because I don't have a problem with the content of any movie. Like yeah. nothing's gonna make me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. It's fake. It's on screen. I know this. But I definitely came out of it feeling like this is what we're all worried about. Like it. I just left it kind of being like. What? <laughs> like, it's not even... I just don't think it's worth all of this My trouble. concerns aren't about incel violence. Like, the reasons why I didn't like the movie wasn't like... I wasn't like, oh, the FBI was right. Like, this is going to incite violence. Don't think that's no, the case. Not even remotely. Not even remotely. Nope. Um, I just feel like as a fan of the DC yeah. universe, I felt like Todd Phillips, like, cashed in on the name yeah. and i feel like people who are fans yeah. of the franchise are gonna be like what was even the point of this movie i liked the journey of joaquin phoenix and i agree that like acting wise i thought he did a great job yeah i think he was probably in the wrong movie for what his talents can give um and i liked the journey of they sort of it wasn't too quick of a change it was let's add these layers and add these layers and let's see what happens but i i was Disappointed is the wrong word. I I expected something different when he finally was essentially the Joker, which doesn't really happen until the end of the movie. But even in the last sort of bits of the movie, the last couple of scenes, I I don't know. I was expecting him to to. I wish that would have happened sooner. Yeah, and then would have been growth on that, and he just nothing happens. Happens, and and I don't. I don't like that, especially for the thing about comic books and and creating villainous characters is even in the Joker, just the idea of the Joker was always to to play. And the the last there's a couple scenes that in the spoiler talk we can specifically talk about. But there's a couple scenes where I was like, that's a Joker. He's being the Joker in this exact moment. It was a breakthrough. Yes. Why wasn't this the whole movie? Because it looked like it was being held back. Like it was like, no, no, let's like slowly build. But I don't know if it necessarily worked. I don't think Todd Phillips understands the character i would agree with i would agree with that. and that's why i think 
It was a disservice to Joaquin Phoenix because Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker match made in heaven. Because I do think Joaquin Phoenix understands the Joker. Yes. Like, I think that came off those, pretty clearly. And those moments where it was like, yes, crown prince of crime. Yes. Like, this is yes. yeah. the Joker. Yeah. Because, so this isn't a spoiler. You can tell in the, it's evident in all the trailers. Todd Phillips, did he write the film? Uh, he was, he co-wrote it with somebody. So they use mental illness as a framing device. Mm-hmm. For like the rise yeah. of the Joker. Yeah. And I and also that, you know, Joaquin Phoenix's character is essentially depressed. He says, I don't have any all of my thoughts are negative yeah, thoughts. Yeah, all I have is negative That's thoughts. That's yeah. not the Joker. No. The Joker is the light to Batman's dark in mm-hmm. the sense that the Joker is about play, he's about comedy, he's about chaos. Yeah. But he's not about depression. And kind of the bottomless pit. So I thought, I don't know. I th- I don't like the characterization that Todd Phillips gave. Yeah. The, the, the idea of the Joker was what usually is to not be able to define why. To now look at the Joker essentially from this movie and say, well, he was depressed. And he had a breaking point in the film. And he's been treated poorly. So therefore this. That's not what the Joker is. The Joker no. is chaos. There's no reason. I do it because I want to. That's it. There's no reason. Per- and that's what people that's what makes it so hard to combat or, is because he's sporadic and kind of there's an, his the Joker in canon doesn't have one origin story. No, and that's for ones, yeah. a reason. Yeah. Um, in one comic, he says, you know, one bad day can drive you insane. And he says that's what kind of happened to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas like, again, this is this film is not it goes kind of completely against canon in the sense that it's saying it was a slow burn yeah. to insanity yeah um and a boring one like it yeah wasn't, nothing really happened it wasn't yeah like particularly interesting to see him spiral into madness when when at the beginning of the movie we know that he's mentally ill from the very beginning yeah you know what i mean because yeah. in canon it seems that even though there's different origin stories, it's essentially one kind of crucial moment that drives him over the edge. He falls into the vat of chemicals and the chemicals itself drive him insane yeah. and give him his look. Yeah. I understand that Todd Phillips wanted to really ground the movie in realism and having someone fall into a vat of chemicals isn't necessarily realistic, but I don't, it's still a comic book character, so that's why I feel like he yeah. should have just done his own own story. Like, don't use DC characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I find that, I don't know, I just found the lack of things happening in the movie made it harder for me to feel the things that I think I was supposed to feel. I never felt remotely sympathy for... For him, I never really felt endangerment of other people. I never really felt too much tension until a little the bit later. That the end. Die deserve yeah, to die. everyone who dies deserved to die, which to me is not the Joker. No. Like the Joker m- murders anyone. And again, it's chaos. It's not the person you think it would be. Like that in a lot of the Joker comic books, the way that that you know, he, you know, tortures Batman is to do things that are against the grain of what other criminals or even people who are maybe mentally ill would do like it's not about um it, like the idea of oh this is going to create mass shooting well it's not about mass shootings that's not what the joker is the joker's not about that the joker's not about 
you know, violence in a moment of, oh, this is a breaking point and the person's violent. It's chaos. It's creating chaos. It's going against a grain, which is a very interesting approach, which I think the end of the movie starts to do. But all, all through that, nothing nothing happens, and I don't really feel anything all leading up to, oh, now he's the Joker. There's a, there's a famous line, and I don't know which comic book it's from, but Batman essentially says, and I'm paraphrasing that, only the Joker knows why the Joker is yeah. doing what he's doing. Yeah. Essentially, like, there is no motivation for yeah. the Joker's crimes aside from his whims. Yeah. And that is, and that to me, even though the Joker is in different incarnations and it's different origin stories, that remains a core part of of him as a character, no matter what movie or comic book he is in. It's that sort of chaos for chaos sake is kind of the root of his character yeah. Yeah. since the 70s at least. And I felt like this film completely disregarded, you know, at, at the end of the movie, he does say, um, you know, I don't have a political agenda, but like he does have an, his crimes are motivated by an agenda, which isn't true yeah. to the Joker character. Unfortunately, he said that line and then a little bit later, and I won't explain what happens, but as a spoiler, he basically yells like, you know, this is what happens when someone is mistreated and yeah, like that's, a that's huge, political that's a but, huge motivator especially in the in so in gotham city at this time the idea is that there there are there's a massive garbage strike so there's there's literal garbage yeah. everywhere um and the rich one percent are controlling everything and everyone else is basically poor there's pretty much no middle class anymore yeah and that's what basically they're saying is happening in america right now is the elimination of middle class you're either extremely rich or you're you know, every month it's just, yeah, you're just barely scraping by. So that's political. The Joker's taking a very political stance on something that's happening in his world, reflecting on this world. And he, those lines are contradictory to, to each other and they happen moments, moments in and around each other. And it's just an odd, again, it, it, I kind of agree with you where it's like the characterization I start to like, but still the movie itself is, is not where I think it needs to be. Be. Like, I love what Joaquin Phoenix did. I just hate the context he was given yeah, to do it yeah. in. Yeah, I think that's a, was, I think it's a great way to put it. He was limited by the script. Yeah. And it would have been phenomenal to see him in the hands of someone like Tim Burton. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Someone who, like, add that, like, tiny bit of camp and whimsy. tiny bit of whimsy and little bit thing that makes it that comic book thing that people like to see still can be a dark movie. I mean, the the certainly the the two Batman movies that Tim Burton did were dark. Oh, um, no question. Very much so. I mean, the second one was so controversial that they wouldn't let him make a third one because they had to bring in someone else so they could sell toys to kids. They were worried about families not being able to bring dark their kids. Dark in the way that the crow is dark. Yeah. Right? Again, graphic rooted in graphic yeah. novels. Yeah. Graphic novels as a medium are pretty dark. Yep. Um, Sin City is another one that was very dark. So, yeah, I just feel like... I also, I don't, it's hard, I, I know it's an origin story, but to put it so far in the past that it doesn't line up with the grown-up Bruce Wayne, Batman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so Joaquin Phoenix is, even as a character, is like, what, in his 40s? He's supposed, yeah, 30, 40. 30, 40, okay. And then Batman's, uh, at this time, he 10. meets Bruce Wayne's 10. So by the time he gets, so so the earliest time that Batman ever in comic books was crime fighting was like 23, 24. It was the absolute yeah. youngest he's ever been. Usually he's older, but that's the absolute youngest. Let's just assume that that's how that timeline would go. So what, he's like 
50, 60. 50, 60? <laughs> that's how the Joker is. <laughs> Unless I could see, I think this is, Todd Phillips, as far as I know, has gone on record saying this is a one-off film. Yes, yeah. Um, And it's, if you're going to kind of like work through sort of comic book lore, if you try to line up, um, try to line up timelines, it could possibly be that Joaquin Phoenix Joker is not the Joker. Yeah, inspires and another that, one. And you know, and... the future Joker yeah. is inspired yeah. by his actions. For sure. And yeah. if that's the case, I can kind of let some of this, yeah. like my like devotion to canon, I can kind of let some of that go. I do think they shoehorn the Wayne stuff in there. Like it, Bruce Wayne's father stuff was good and it worked in it. he had to do it to make it a Batman Yeah, movie. but Otherwise he, it would not have been a Batman You didn't movie. need that scene with the young Bruce Wayne. You didn't need how they shoehorn the thing in at the end. I mean, the guy who played Alfred seemed funny, but that was it. Like, he was, you know, nothing. It was, and it's, I think it was Todd Phillips' way of saying, see, I am using DC characters. This is still... Yeah. You know, it was his justification for using the Joker. Yeah. Um, and I don't think, because there's never going to be a sequel, my theory that this isn't even the Joker and this is just, like, the inspiration for the Joker, like, who even cares That's there's not going to be another... See, this is my problem with this movie. And it, it is a little contradictory to some thoughts, but it's just how I felt leaving the theater. All of that bothers me. All of that, it not being connected, bothers me. It having no purpose because it means in what three years when we have Robert Pattinson be Batman, and and we get a basically a new Batman series out and of him, a new Joker. This means nothing. Yeah. And and uh, like this is the thing I came out of it. I honestly feel like all this controversy over this movie is so pointless because we are going to forget about this movie in a year. I don't think we're going to remember this film. I actually don't think it's that good. I could see Joaquin Phoenix getting some some awards buzz here and there for different awards. I don't think Oscars, but something. I'm, yeah. I'm sure he'll get some accolades and well-deserved. But that's it. Like cinematography, what else would you nominate in this film? It's not going to be the writing. It's not going to be the directing. There's no other actor. Like it's really Joaquin Phoenix's film. There's no other actor that's even in more than two or three scenes. I would have loved to see him interact with – the Batman or like the equivalent of yeah when he was inhabiting um him truly as the Joker you know what I mean when we got to the point at the yeah. end of the movie where like he's what we think he's gonna be if the first half of the movie was basically what we saw squished into one half where we see him become the Joker and then about halfway mark he's the Joker and then the movie suddenly switches and he's creating chaos and you sort of see maybe Batman in the shadows or like maybe you just yeah. sort of see that coming and you still don't want to necessarily have like a caped person running around. You still want to be grounded enough. You could still do that and be very interesting with it. But I, I feel, yeah, I feel like it was someone who went, okay, I really want to do this movie, but I don't want to make it a comic book movie. But I want to use comic book characters. And then someone's like, well, how are you going to, well, Todd Phillips, how are you going to do that? Like, what? No, 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 no. I'm just going to use the Joker. Trust me, Trust me. Like, I got this. And I'm going to hire Joaquin Phoenix. And I'm going to hire Joaquin Phoenix too. Cool. Well, Joaquin Phoenix doesn't like doing, like, franchises. and, and but, but this isn't a franchise. Oh, so it's, it's a one-off. One it's a one-off movie. Okay, but it's the Joker. Yeah, it's like an origin story. What? Origin stories are never one-offs because you're calling it an origin story, which has always been the thing from the beginning. I'm taking an iconic character. And I'm doing an origin story. So it's a remake of the character. Not Maybe not a movie, but it's still a remake. It's part of a universe of things. Whether it's film or not doesn't matter. Because even in the comic books, there's a million different rewrites. Like comic books, every couple of years, characters oh, yeah. get rewritten. Okay, there's a new Batman one. But it's still, at the core, 
this thing and you remember it in different ways and they open up multi-universes and they explain all of it and it's great. But I don't know why some filmmakers and some people need to disconnect these films in a way but still make them connect. Do one or the other. Don't yeah, have Bruce Wayne in there at all. Don't have it connect at all or connect it. That's – I'd say that's my overall point. Joaquin Phoenix, let's take his character, put him in an actual Joker movie, and let Todd Phillips make the taxi driver because that's what he was trying to do. Yeah. He was trying to make Martin Scorsese's taxi driver. Yeah. But instead of having a Vietnam vet, it's the Joker. It's the Joker. Which yeah. is stupid. And I think – I agree – I actually really agree with you. I would love to see Joaquin Phoenix play the Joker in a Tim Burton directed batman movie even with robert pattinson keep robert pattinson in there because what i've this is something interesting so i read something about what the first so he's doing three movies robert pattinson as batman that's the idea he signed on for for an art yeah um the first movie is based off of the um a comic books run called the long longest halloween yeah and so the idea is that I've heard and the rumor is is that Batman has been mainly dealing with regular criminal thugs, thinks he's hot shit. He's – I certainly shouldn't have said that, but that's not. Um, I think I said the S yeah, word. whatever. Th- thinks he's all that in a bag of potato chips and he's young and he finally meets villains from, from Arkham Asylum. Yeah, and it, the and real. It's like, yeah, and it's like five or six villains are throughout the movie and he basically get, gets his ass kicked throughout the movie and has to learn that would be that's a very interesting movie and if Joaquin Phoenix was part of that if if Joaquin Phoenix's Joker was involved in that I would believe it because he's an anarchist chaos maybe he releases things and just literally releases stuff on Batman and I, it dances away it dances away How sick I would, would that frame I would 100% believe it and I would watch the S word out of it yeah and so that's why I feel it and we know, we know as Joaquin Phoenix as an actor and as a person, he will never be in that movie. And no. what a shame. Yeah. And I agree with your sentiment about wasted. That's what it feels like coming out of the movie. It's all wasted. And I honestly feel like we're freaking out about this movie for the wrong reason. Like, look at yeah. all the things that people are talking about. Even, okay. Even if you just take what's in the movie, forget all the canon for a second and just take the film. This film is trying to say something about mental illness. Trying to say something about society and where we are class-wise. Trying to say things that are political. And all we're talking about is people are going to show up in costume and kill people. That's all we're talking about. I literally left the theater seeing people coming in in costume to go to another screening. And I didn't think anything of it. Because why would I? Because there's nothing in that film whatsoever that that I I literally don't even understand the controversy anymore. I think like it has, if anything, it has sort of a positive message in the sense that like we need better mental health supports oh i agree does that message get garbled it does because todd phillips maybe shouldn't be allowed to write dramas i don't know um but i don't i don't think in any sense is the violence like glorified because i think that's the fear is that you know copycats are going to be like you know the joker like when you said, like, oh, I never, like, really cared about – because the buildup is so long, you don't ever, like, care about mm-hmm. the Joker or Arthur Fleck yeah. is his name. He's not a likable character. No, not – from the, the beginning, he's not. The Joker is, in in other incarnations, is a beloved character because he's a trickster, because he taps into that desire for chaos mm-hmm. and anarchy, that desire to be, you know, to commit crime with no consequence. Yeah. And if – if that Joker, the traditional Joker, was in this movie, then maybe, yeah, you'd be glorifying. Kind of like Heath Ledger's yeah, Joker, right? Yeah. Um, there was something, uh, a cool and suaveness to him. Yeah. 
There is no... And that's where that uncomfortableness came from with Dan and I. He's an uncomfortable man to watch because it is very evident that he's suffering from mental illness on screen. Yeah, and and it's very evident from the beginning because they set that up. And and I do think that, you know, the right early on they talk about uh, city services being with funding being cut and, and that that's a strong message. But I think it does get garbled in this movie. And it that good it's poor writing. Yeah. That's that's why it's not a great movie. Yeah. Um, because it suffers from poor writing and poor direction. Yeah. Um, so when you say this movie is going to be forgotten, yeah. And again, too bad for Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, and I and I and I really agree. Like for me, the rating is is a skip it because I actually believe it's that forgettable. I don't think, unless you're you really you only see this movie if you you want to participate in the in the controversy conversation. If you're a DC fan, then you should leave skip it. it. Yeah, but otherwise skip it. Yeah. This otherwise there's nothing. Nothing to yeah. canon. Aside from the fact that what I really loved and I don't know who made this this choice, but um and I guess maybe I should save it. Are we heading towards time yeah, for spoilers? We're about to go into spoilers, but let's just wrap up these thoughts first. Yeah. So um one addition to the joker canon that i loved was the laugh yeah so the laugh in the film is framed as a neuro a neurological condition mm-hmm. he has um no ability to control his laughter and it comes out at times when um it doesn't match his feelings so yeah. it seemed that when he became stressed or uncomfortable that's when the laughing began that was an amazing contribution to the joker as a character but aside from that, nothing. This is yeah. So I I I mean I what I'm hearing from you is skip it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like so, it's... our official rating for those of you who are just listening without spoilers are we're both giving it a skip it. Um, and too bad. And it is too bad because I do think there was potential here. But I I will not be surprised if. Joaquin Phoenix gets some accolades here and there. And he should. And he should. Um, what I think will happen and wouldn't be surprised. Like, I don't think he's – I've heard Oscar buzz. I don't think he's going to get an Oscar nomination for this. I think probably a Golden Globe because it's usually the step down. And But also Screen Actors Guild. I feel like his peers will recognize this as and give him an award for it. It, like, really – his performance really reminded me of Christian Bale and The Machinist. Mm-hmm. Like that very physical. It was very, very. A physical. very physical performance. Um, yeah, I think I was gonna say something, but I'll probably remember it in the spoiler section. So but... what's wh- what we're gonna do now? Basically, is is we're gonna talk spoilers for the rest of the episode. So from this point forward, if you have not seen the Joker, um, goodbye. Edit in a little siren noise. Well, yeah, well, okay. Well, put a little siren spoiler noise, spoiler alert. alert, right here. If you have not seen The Joker, um, I'm just going to recommend you end the episode here. Hopefully you still got something out of this. Um, and then come back and listen to the final 20 when minutes you've once you've seen it. Um, and then uh, for those of you who are leaving us, uh, just so you know, next week is our vampire episode. Woo! So make sure you tune in for the vampire episode. Um, if you are leaving us, for those of you sticking around, we're going to do uh, Joker spoilers till the end. So the final spoiler warning right now. We're about to dive into spoilers for the Joker movie. I remember what I was going to say. Okay, great. Jump so into it. Skip the movie and wait for the YouTube comp- compilation of Joaquin Phoenix. Like his the performance. Super edit, yeah, you know? yeah. Just like them edit down the whole movie just to his, yeah, yeah. his key scenes. Yeah. That's all you need to see. So the first thing I do want to say in the spoiler talk is is 
something somewhat positive, just going back to his performance. I think the things I liked the most were the moment where he, he goes on uh, the variety show, variety show um, and he the, his entrance. Walks Amazing. in dancing, goes over, kisses the doctor, and sits down. That That's the Joker to me. Oh. It's, it's he walks Who's in, he's bums? dancing, he's smoking a cigarette. Yes, he shakes whatever Murray's hand, and then he kisses the do- old doctor on the lips. Too long. Too long, and then sits down. <laughs> And I that moment I was like, wow, like that there's the Joker. Why was that not why like- was that not here? The other part that I that I thought was very Joker like um was the scene in his apartment when he murders the the one guy and uh his friend is there and he kisses him on the forehead. Kisses you're him the, on the forehead. You're, you're the, the only, only one, one who was nice. Because I say, kiss. Okay, now leave. <laughs> and locks the door. Because that was the thing about the joke. Like, killing that guy and him laying there in the blood and still having a conversation with someone, being like, okay, you can leave. The guy going and being like, um, I can't, I can't reach and the lock. Him being, I'm and so like, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. That To me, I was like. That's the gentleman. Yeah, that's the joker. He's a he's civilized, yeah. right? The Joker has killed someone. There's someone else in the room. The practical thing to do would be to kill that person. He's not practical. No. No, he got chaos. Because you're still alive. That thought only makes sense to him, mm-hmm. right? That's the yeah. that's the yeah. the thinking behind all of his actions is that yeah. it's all his own whim. It's whatever he wants. I feel the opposite about this movie that I do with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where it's the final 20 minutes I liked really the best. Yeah. And the, the first two hours, I'm like, what is going on? Garbage. Like, it's garbage. Like, yeah, I those were my, of, of two scenes and moments, those were two of my favorites for him. Um, those two, um, but also when he's dyeing his hair <laughs> in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And he's dancing in the bathroom while dyeing his hair and singing along, smoking his cigarette. Yeah, what song was that that he was singing it's, to? I that was so a, perfect. I think it's um, a Frank Sinatra song. It was, it was really perfect, yeah, um, the way they did that. And again, it's at that point where he gets interrupted and then yeah. does the murder. I think also um, him murdering the talk show host on screen Yes. Was a very Joker moment. Powerful. But for sure. his his rationale for it. That and again that shows bad writing. Yeah. The acting was there. Yes. Um yes. but the so for people who have seen the movie, we know uh the Joker's on the television show, he's getting interviewed. At this point he has um admitted to committing the murders. Yeah. Although I didn't like the direction in that scene. He's almost remorse. Almost remorseful. He's not remorseful. Yeah, but, but almost. The fact that he's. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that was a poor directorial choice, a poor writing. Yeah. Something about it doesn't quite work. Yeah. Um. There's a build up. He has a speech where he admits that you know, I have a problem with Mr. Wayne. Yeah. Thomas Wayne, right? Thomas Wayne. Thomas. Yeah. Which again lies in the face of chaos and anarchy by admitting that yeah. you have no politics but you do believe the rich should be yeah. murdered. Yeah, but I have a problem with someone running for office who's rich. Like it's it's all political. Um, <laughs> but he kind of has a freak out, the meltdown, great meltdown because mm. the acting was great. Then he shoots him on yeah. screen, then he dances up to the camera, yeah. holds the camera. Yeah. All of that was great. That was all great. The writing was terrible. Not right. And the thing, the thing that again, it's just it's simple choices of understanding the Joker. The Joker, yes, would go on there, kiss the doctor for too long, sit down, admit to the murder, probably not be resourceful. And then when telling that joke, and when he was practicing shooting himself 
in his apartment. I thought what was going to happen was he would shoot himself in a little like bang thing would come yeah. out, you know, like the little thing that just yeah. said, like that says bang on the gun. And then he's like, ha ha ha. And then shoots the yeah. guy in the head. That's that what I thought would have happened. Been yeah, because been it's chaos. Different. It's different. It's, you know, he's he's making a statement without making a statement because he doesn't care about making statements. Um, and even it's it's like Christopher Nolan and Tim Burton knew knew the Joker better. They understand oh, it. Their yeah. their iterations and I mean, to me, I still think Heath Ledger and Joaquin Phoenix would are cl- close in terms of their Joker thing. I'm not. I don't know yet, but they're Who's close. The better? Who's the better one? Because and then part of it's because. But I don't even think it's a contest. They are portraying different jokes. They are yes, yeah. And I think. But part of it is also I think Heath Ledger was in a more better written movie for yeah. for his joker which is the other problem like the the things he does with the kidnapping and him talking into the camera and the things he says it's all like he's all about chaos he's random he tells his origin story three different times in that movie who the heck knows and i think that joaquin phoenix started to get that but then we cut the movie off before the most interesting part of the movie the last shot was the best he's when he's he, on the cop he, his, car his mouth's bleeding he takes the blood extends the the smile, f- smile and he's on the car and i'm like there you go there's the joker oh it's over <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what a what a way to end like joke. You should have called it Arthur Fleck, the story of a comedian gotten that or something, and have it have nothing to do with the Joker. I know it was. That's why such a wasted opportunity. Um, for I mean, just the DC universe. Yeah. The it's it's horrible to see an amazing performance by an actor in a in a lackluster movie. I know. Yeah. Like. We're never going to get Joaquin Phoenix as the no, Joker again. No. Never. No. And to me, this was dream casting. Oh, for sure. And if it had been in a Batman movie directed by someone, Tim Burton, Matt Reeves, whoever, we'd be sitting here going, well, we're never going to see that again. But boy, do, what, was, it, well, worth was it? it worth it? Because the next Batman movie, we might see Batman again. But it, it's it, again, it's like the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises. Yes, the Joker wasn't in there again, but you had somewhere to go. This has nowhere to go. There's nothing that could come off. And I'm fine with one-off movies, but not when you're messing with canon and potential that is there that is being squandered, which I just feel like it was squandered. I really left this movie feeling mixed at first, not knowing what the heck I even saw. And then when I woke up the next day, I was like, I don't really like this movie. <laughs> like, I just, I couldn't get, I couldn't get over a lot of these things. You know, in light of... um you know, there. Everyone was saying, like, how could Joaquin Phoenix not, like, think about larger questions of violence? Given the script, it's not surprising he didn't. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought about it either. <laughs> like, I actually wouldn't have crossed my mind once. So, like, I'm like, I'm with him. Like, I don't think I would have walked out of the interview. But for them to be like, do you think this is gonna incite mass violence? I'd be like, what? What? There's only Did you read the nothing script? happens <laughs> for an hour and forty five minutes. Nothing happens. Yeah. Like, he gets beat up twice. He's not even the one who is doing the quote-unquote mass violence. No. So, yeah, as people, hopefully, who are listening to this have seen as well, like, they, it's other people who become inspired by the Joker. He inspires a movement. He inspires a movement rich. because he, he, he murdered three rich, kind of young people on yuppies. a train. Yuppies. Uh, he murders them and people become inspired by this like mystery clown person who murdered people. Um, and this this chaos and this uproar is sort of happening as a side note to what's going on with him. Like he's not really involved. He's inspired and he, he sees it and, and kind of 
feels happy about it. Like I'm seen. Yes, exactly. His whole thing was always about being seen, not necessarily being known known and part of – like he didn't want to be part of this political movement, but he's happy that people see him and like appreciate him. Yeah. Something that didn't work for me um, that I then realized I think the reason why they they did it this way, but – for a long time, the relationship between him and and Zazie Beetz's his character, like the the person who lived down the hall. Yep. The what we think is his love. What interest. we think is his love interest, and we find out isn't. It never really worked for me. So when I found out it was fake, I was like, all right. Not I, enough, I just like it seemed like a side note to everything as well. Yeah, I guess maybe they're saying like, oh, his life is going, quote unquote, good now, so he has a girlfriend. I don't really. Yeah, I didn't really get it. Um. It was a good plot device to show that he's an unreliable narrator. Yes, and same with the plot device of of his mother. The information that she gives him is unreliable. Um, And so, but again, like, give the viewers some credit. And also to add to the ambiguity, when he goes into her apartment at the end and she goes, you're in the wrong apartment. Aren't you Arthur? Do you need me to call your mom? Blah, 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 blah. It's very evident in that scene that she has no idea who she is. Yeah, yeah, no clue. We didn't need the flashbacks. Yeah. So, again, for people who have seen it, um, up until this point, we think he kind of has a girlfriend. We realize this. He's actually delusional. He was never with her. Never with her. And then they do the classic, like. The Sixth Sense thing. Yeah, the 1990s memento or whatever. Or um, Fight Club. Fight Club, They flash back to all the scenes when he's with the person. And and shows how she wasn't actually there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I've seen this trope a million yeah, times. Yeah. Give us some credit. And in fact, it would add to the fact that he's unreliable if we don't see the back and forth. And Leave yeah, the mystery. Yeah. And and it did like the only thing was it, it it tricked me because I thought the introduction of his mother and the close relationship and the introduction of the girlfriend is like, okay, well, both those characters are clearly going to die soon um, because that's going to send him off the edge and he'll have nothing. So I like that they did something a little different with it. But when that happened, I went, okay, okay. So he just imagined it and it meant nothing and he's unreliable. Okay. And it just shows that he was crazier than we thought he was. But honestly, I kind of forgot about her to begin with. So not yeah, important. She, was a, um, she wasn't really a, a commanding no. performance. And not her fault. Not, not her fault. Not her fault. fault. No, no, not her fault whatsoever. That had 100% do with the poor writing and not really doing anything with that. The smiling and giving him kisses. Yeah. That like, was her Why not make her a bigger part all the way through and then pull her away near the end to, to give him more of a, you know, more of a jolt? Because he was, you know, things bad things were happening in a row there, finding out his mom's crazy finding out that she's been lying not lying but believes a different truth than what she's told him um you know his confrontation with thomas wayne and and all these things thought maybe that the mom wasn't lying at all and that thomas wayne really did set her up possibly um it it looked like that that she she was i mean she was clearly then he looks at a photograph and it has his initials on the back and Mm. dan thought that was a clue that maybe after Mm. all he is but I, I thought the evidence was too strong that she's delusional. It could be possible that there was an affair there or there was something there, but I don't think that the – I don't even, think it's the fall. No, even the timeline doesn't, to me, make any sense. Like, the, anyway, him fathering Joaquin Phoenix. But again, I, I, this movie just – They look the same age. They look – yeah, they, <laughs> I think they might be. I, anyway, it doesn't matter. It was just – it was kind of all over the place. But I, I just – 
didn't get enough of the good moments where I was like, oh, okay, that that's that's really neat. I'm going to remember that. Like, I will probably remember his entrance to the variety show for a while. Like, that yeah. was a cool film moment and cool Joker moment. But that's there's not when much. When he's dancing down the stairs and then it's and interrupted. The by, running. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, to me was, like, great. Like, like a nod to 1960s camp Batman yeah, being, yeah. like, Joker. Yeah, and then, and then they like, chase him. Yeah, and then yeah. like, uh oh, like that. That was, was cool. Yeah, his his again his take of being the Joker. I would love to see him toe to toe with a Batman. Yes. And we're just not gonna get. I would lo- like on even with Robert Pattinson. I would love to see that. Imagine a young Batman who's who's high on himself, who thinks he's all that, running into Joaquin Phoenix. It would be ridiculous. He'd be in so much trouble. And that would be so cool to see him actually work through this and try to figure out what exactly is going on. Like, it would be such a cool movie and we're never, ever going to get it because we got whatever Todd this Phillips. was. And so many critics like this movie. And I just, I agree with some of the things critics are saying about, well, the conversation should really be about these things that the film brings up. I agree. The film starts the conversations in good areas, but I just think it gets muddled and it doesn't finish enough, it. To me, there isn't even enough for a conversation. Yeah. Like this is like a man who tried to make a Scorsese movie without the skills of Martin Scorsese. And that might literally be what exactly it is. It, I think it's it is. just simply, I think, simply I think that. At the end of the day that he tried to make Taxi Driver and does and not have, doesn't the skill have the skill in order to yeah. do it and yeah. co-opted DC characters yeah. in order to tell that story yeah. when he should have just written yeah. an original script. And I just, I don't, I don't see the purpose after today of ever talking about the movie again uh, because it has no meaning. I'm sure near awards season things will be brought we'll up. Talk about what came yeah. Phoenix. And I won't well, object. Deservedly. Yeah, I will not object. If if I'm wrong and he gets an Oscar nomination, I'm not going to be crying on the air about it and I'm not going to be fighting it. I'm going to say, yeah, we'll see what the other nominees are, but in cool, fact, throw him in say, there. Yes. Look how amazing he did with horrible direction. Yes. Yeah. He he did a lot of things in spite of a lot of things. Like he did he did a lot of great work in spite of a script. And I think direction that weren't quite up to his level. And characterization he didn't agree with. So he thought that the Joker should be overweight. It would have been amazing to see an overweight Joaquin Phoenix play the Joker. I didn't really think the, uh, other than I guess trying to make us feel sorry for the guy, I didn't really, like he looked so skinny, like ill skinny. Yeah. Like again, it's like, I guess, I guess that was the idea wanted that did you ever like do you see anywhere why like was that i didn't i don't know why it was he made just, that choice or? that was just that's how he envisioned, he envisioned the it? joker and and joaquin phoenix said no i actually picture him overweight um which would make sense when you think of it almost reminds me of jared leto when he 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 gained all that weight to make the movie about the he assassinates um uh the beatle that was the John Lennon assassin? John Lennon. So Jared Leto stars in a movie where he plays the the man okay. who assassinates um, John, John Lennon. Lennon. Okay. Um, and he's kind of this, he's very overweight, like chronic smoker. And I could have, I can see Joaquin Phoenix playing the joke, that, his Joker in yeah, a similar. That type of. You know, yeah. like really like in the mom's basement, like, and then we should have been having conversations about incel violence. Yeah. <laughs> because, but that was where, that was how, from what I've read, kind of the characterization that Joaquin wanted. Right. Was overweight, kind of, you know, gross. Yeah. But, you know, Todd Phillips isn't wrong. Uh, 
the Joker normally is tall and skinny. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. even in the cartoons, yep. he's yeah, exaggerated, yeah, tall and very skinny, angular yeah. in his yeah. face. Yeah. So, but again, that goes to show that he like wanted the credit of DC without Mary. You know, he want he's essentially riding on DC's coattails. He's not creative enough to write his own original script, but also wasn't doesn't care enough. Yeah. To include, and this, I wonder if if it's getting all this critical praise. Because the reasons why I, largely I don't like it is because it deviates so far from the DC universe. Maybe critics don't have enough of familiarity with the Joker character to be like, huh, this is not yeah. good characterization. This is not good direction. This is not good writing. Do you think maybe, I mean, now I'm just talking kind of off the cuff, but I wonder, because there's this critical praise for the film, where is it coming from? Yeah, I mean, I think some of the critics that I've read, it wasn't clear what their connection to DC or, or the Joker was, but they definitely liked how it st- stood alone. Like, that was definitely something that, that was brought up. But I don't know. I mean, to me, I, just as someone who has now seen a lot of movies, it just if, – if you had taken the Joker name out of this, I still don't think I would have necessarily liked good, it. I don't think it's it was a like, oh, I might have left it being like – you know, no offense, but this to me is like, oh, this came to the screening room and I'm glad I got a chance to see it because I normally wouldn't have. But I'm kind of like, eh. yeah, it's like, OK, I guess like there were there were great cinematography moments and wow, that actor's really good. But that's how I would have left this movie under any circumstances. So I don't I don't really understand criti- where, the, where praise, the praise is coming from. Unless it's just everyone's like, Joaquin Phoenix is so amazing. Oh, and that can definitely elevate a movie for sure. And I think even it did. Like, I'm sure I have more positive things to say about it just because of him. But that's really – like, there's not – I just don't think – even I'm just looking at direction and storytelling choices. And I just – I don't – I'm not on board for what they were doing. And it was so dim all the time. And the best dramas let you laugh and relax for a moment because then they take it away. They take they take none. your happiness away. There was no happiness from the beginning of this. I was so like, when oh, he's I... doing his stand up, the stand up is horrible. Yeah, I would have hoped that at the very least he would have been a good stand up comedian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's he's terrible. Not. He he can't do anything. And it's like, ugh, that's that was the uncomfortableness. Like, ugh, this yeah. is, I have to watch two hours of this really cringy. Yeah. That's what it's cringy. And if there's one thing I'll you know I'll take out of this movie is is you know, the things that were muddled that I don't think deserve to be muddled. I don't think we should look at situations where people who clearly are suffering from mental illness have funding cuts and their services taken away to support them and people are not given a chance to grow and cope with things, they horrible Very things they have to... Statement. Yeah, there's a lot of ways that people treated him at the beginning that was wrong that he shouldn't have been treated that way. He clearly had a condition he couldn't control. He had things going on with his life he should have had more support for. Um, Yeah, those are great things. But I don't think, why should I, as a consumer of the film, take everything in that more seriously than the filmmakers did? Because they didn't take it seriously at all. They just were like, yeah, yeah, okay. So he's he's mentally ill, therefore he's a criminal. They use it as a plot point, which is a disservice to the mentally ill. Yeah, if this movie had only focused on that as a, as a core theme throughout the whole thing, 
and kind of concluded with this person becoming an anarchist, yeah, maybe I'd leave the theater going like, I kind of get where the guy's coming from. I mean, I was if I was pushed to that limit, I might have done the same thing. But I left this movie going like, what? Like, this wasn't real. It's not grounded. This isn't going to do anything. I don't even like there's there's nothing in this movie that I that makes me think anything. And even though it, there are reflections, the only thing it does is make me look at our own world and go, oh, we better clean some things up here and be be smarter, nicer human beings. Oh, also, Joaquin Phoenix, you're great. That's literally <laughs> those were my yeah. thoughts. <laughs> um, And one other sort of plot point that was like almost like a plot hole for an origin story we don't get a lot of information about arthur fleck no not much so um very sporadically given in the beginning of the movie he's meeting with his social worker he says you know i was happier when i was in the hospital not arkham asylum no it's a different hospital yeah we don't know how he ended up in that hospital. We don't know how he got out of the hospital. We know he's not allowed to own a gun yet. So, like, those are things where, as an origin story, yeah. you think that you that would have been an opportunity to add action and yeah. uh, movement. You think there, there'd be something there. Yeah, action and movement were two things like missing like from this. Like, maybe, like, a flashback Absolutely. as to, like... Yeah. And it's... Again, like, it would make more sense that he was in Arkham Asylum... But we know it's not because he goes to Arkham later and says, how do you get in here? Yeah. So, like, again, operating in the DC universe, like, why, like, throw in a random hospital? You know what I mean? It's just like, I'm like, why did you make, again, poor writing. Yeah. Yeah. That was whoever was responsible for For that was just not good. Like, oh, let's, we need to have a reason why he's meeting with a social worker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was in a hospital. There you go. <laughs> and he did something bad enough that he couldn't own a gun. Yeah, and we need to take that service away from him. So we have to do one establishing scene where he's talking to her and one more scene where we take it away. There you go. That's good enough. And then move on. <laughs> it just doesn't. Um, so quick time for your final thoughts. Like what uh, final thoughts on on the Joker? Because I think at least for our show, I'm, I think we're going to put this away until we talk about award season for <laughs> yeah, Walking Phoenix. we're not going to revisit. There's no point. Um, unless we get like a fan question. Yeah, I obviously. Mean, we'll and we always encourage it. discussion, obviously. If someone sees this movie and completely disagrees with us, yeah. especially I really want to hear from DC fans. Definitely. We hear a lot from Marvel because of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Our DC guys kind of lay low because we don't have a lot of DC guys. <laughs> no, no. Uh, and this was our our moment <laughs> yeah. to come out of the woodwork. And again, what a waste. I yeah. want to cry. So if someone sees this movie you disagree or agree with us we want to hear it if you're a dc fan please write in me taylor in particular i'm dying to know what you guys thought of this joker what you thought of joaquin um but yeah just like overall just like really sad i keep waiting for dc to like have its moment well i'm not a huge comic book fan but i'm a huge batman fan mm-hmm. so i'm keep i yeah. keep waiting for batman to yeah. have so that's why i have a lot of invested hope in robert pattison who i yeah. think is a really interesting actor and the director is great who they're having matt reeves is great i've loved all all the movies he did with the planet of the apes movies all three of them were well written well shot really cool movies so I guess for DC fans now, it's just wait for that. Wait for that. What do you know? When is, is it? Like 2020. Okay. But, but in like, I think it's like, it starts filming like now ish so like or December soon, like in December, 2020, maybe it'll be one of those things now. pushed into 2021, but yeah. like, yeah, like next December. 
So just go yeah. back and read some old graphic novels. Yeah. Wait, wait for Robert Pattinson. He's, don't worry. <laughs> Can he'll, you believe he'll save us. <laughs> wait for Robert Pattinson. And you we'll all thought, be happy. Yeah. <laughs> you ever thought that those words no, would be spoken? No one. Um, if you do want to contribute, uh, please feel free to email us at screeningandkingston at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts about the Joker um, when you see the movie within the next few weeks. And definitely we'll chat about it. But uh, until then, thank you for listening to our Joker episode. Go see some movies.